With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another music podcast. Here with me are my good friends, Chris Abs and Nick Heal. Guys, how you doing? Pretty good. What's good, bro? How you doing? Pretty good? Pretty. I, well, I feel great, actually. Okay, you feel great. I feel All right. great. All right, well, let's get into it. So this one's going to be about 2016 releases so far, since we're almost at the halfway mark of the year. And we're going to look at the releases so far and also look at the releases from 2015 and kind of compare and contrast. But first, let's start with the 2016 releases we've had so far. Some notable ones was um, R&B album by Anderson Pack, Malibu, which was really good. Uh, Untitled Unmastered was probably the first big real rap release. Um, subpar. Yeah, subpar. <laughs> subpar. And um, we had the life of we had the life of Pablo by Kanye. We had uh, some releases from Macklemore and and Genesis <laughs> and twenty eighty eight with Big Sean Janae Akio. All right, so let's get into. Let's start with the first one. We said Untitled Unmastered. Guys, how did you feel about that album or EP, whatever you want to call it? All right, I mean Kendrick's Kendrick's the man, as always. I love Kendrick, but I think everybody knows it, obviously. And I know it wasn't meant to be up to par with the Pimp a Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City. But I just love that Kendrick. So hearing like him like toned down a little bit almost brought my attention away from that album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, And it, it's hard to really uh, critique an album like that when it's literally called Untitled Unmastered. The tracks... <laughs> The tracks are called untitled, untitled, and it's not even mixed, like, properly. At all, yeah. Yeah, like, like sometimes the beat is overpowering. Sometimes, like, you can't even hear the beat. But it's it's just raw music, so you got to kind of take it for what it is. Nick, how did you feel about it? I actually didn't listen to it, like, front to back. But um, from the shit I've heard, um, yeah, definitely not, like, I don't know. I like Good Kid, Mad City. A lot better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You you gotta, like I said, take you know, it for the context of yeah. what it is. Okay, so let's. The next probably biggest rap release we had of the year was "The Life of Pablo" by Kanye West. This one was very uh, controversial. A lot of people loved it and hate it. There was a, some weird releases. Uh, the album title changed seven times. <laughs> the track the track listing changed twenty million times. It was literally like the sloppiest album drop, but yeah, it was still intentional. Did it actually changed seven times. It, it, no, it was it, 17. It was probably actually. more. 17. Yeah. No, it was three times. It yeah, was three it times. Was supposed to, it was supposed to be originally like 10 or 8 songs, and it ended up being 18 songs, and like they changed the album title like three different times. And apparently the night before it was released, they were arguing over what song should be on it. And they decided that night. The night before. Yeah, the night like before. So at like 4 a.m., and it was released at like 12, <laughs> at like noon the next day. So, and then it still wasn't right. Yeah, and it still wasn't right. And then 
before uh, he had it out for a month, and it was completely unmastered. And then he went back and mastered it and changed every single song. There were uh, yeah, there's something different in every song on the. I don't know release. how. Did you listen to it, Nick, when it first came out? Or, yeah, I did. Okay, did you listen to it like since like within uh, the last let's say three four weeks? Um, I listened to a few songs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, every song was literally changed in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's a new feature, whether it's a different beat change or something, right. every song has a has a change. And if you listen to it enough, you obviously notice some of them are major. Like Wolves is totally different. Mm-hmm. He added like five different features to it, and uh, got rid of the Frank Ocean part and made it a separate track and all this stuff. <clears throat> Guys, uh, the life of Pablo Chris. How are you feeling about? that about that album and just like the process of it well the life of pablo that's another album that you really have to if you're not already a kanye fan i can see why you wouldn't become a kanye fan off the life of pablo you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like right you have to really understand like kanye and the way that his music is to really appreciate the album for what it's worth no i agree and the comparison i kind of made was it's kind of like Kanye's Marshall Mathers LP2, where Marshall Mathers LP2 was just like a collection of all Eminem sounds, and that's really what The Life of Pablo was. You had the very like 808s and Heartbreak type songs like Wolves, and then you had, you know, um, some Dark Twisted Fantasy type songs in there, and, you know, it, it was just, it was a total collection of... Uh, Kanye's different sounds and of, styles. Yeah, yeah sounds and I styles. Noticed. It was like... He got pieces from like everywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, there wasn't, and there wasn't much of a cohesive oh, element no. No, to the album. No cohesion at all. At all. Um, you know, he had like one or two songs that were like tied together. That's what I feel like this this was was like nine albums converted into one. And like there, if you look, there was like two songs from like each album in a way. Like mm-hmm. like there was like highlights and lowlights which are connected and all that stuff. Um, Wolves was kind of, like I said, connected to 808s and Heartbreaks. But yeah, it was a good album. It was probably to this point, and we'll we'll get to this later, but in terms of our favorite releases, this was probably one of mine. And like you said, Chris, if you're not a Kanye fan before this album, you probably aren't going to be, and you're probably just going to be even more confused. Because as to what Kanye's trying to <laughs> be, do. Because <laughs> it's, it's just as schizophrenic and crazy as Kanye himself. So... Alright, that's enough about the life of Pablo. Let's get into the next project. Uh, the next project, we'll kind of touch on this because I know not everybody listened to this, but the Macklemore project, uh, the unruly mess I made, I just wanted to mention that real quick. So, did either of you listen to that or no? I have not heard a single I, song. I heard about the title. Yeah. I haven't heard it, but um, was there any singles he released? Uh, the Downtown like... was a single. Okay. Actually, I may have heard that yeah, at one point. Yeah, I you could, probably did because you know I couldn't remember. It, it's I couldn't like tell a, you how it goes, yeah, yeah. It's it's like um, it was like Thrift Shop when it came out. Not not that type of song, but he has a type of song like Thrift Shop on there. It's the album was very. I'm I am kind of a Macklemore fan. I don't know about you guys, but it was very disappointing because think about it. The heist came out the same year as Good Kid, Mad City, and he didn't have anything until now. So four years, and this was worse than the heist. Like mm-hmm. it, it was very disappointing. It was yeah, very... Ma- I will say Macklemore for having the image that he has, because a lot of people don't really take him seriously. He should have came with something that proved people wrong. Like, yeah, people wouldn't expect. Yeah, something that people wouldn't expect. Something yeah. some 
honestly some hard shit. You have to have at least at one point in your career something that you just fucking unleash everything on and prove what you can actually do and what you're made of. No, and I agree like with with Macklemore. He he did it. He had the moments like Light Tunnels the intro track was very serious. I actually love that intro track because it was cool what he did is it basically is a song and it sets it's taking place the night he won the Grammy where like everything changed for him because that really is the night when everything changed when mm-hmm. he started becoming this crazy uh there was all the whole debate about him winning it over Kendrick and everything him apologizing about it and that's really when he became the controversial figure uh then he had downtown which was kind of a thrift shoppy old school type song and he had just he had a lot of moments that didn't make sense uh where he would just like brad pitt's cousin was just like a weird song like he had his cat on it like it's just he he did a lot of he did a lot of weird things in the album that didn't really make sense because no hold up you know who he got that from he got that from lil b lil b was the first one you can look it up on youtube is Kiki the bass cat? <laughs> Kiki, Kiki the bass cat. Kiki dropped the hottest cat single of no probably 2008, something oh, cat like that. History. I swear oh, on my life, history. if you search up, go on YouTube, type in Kiki the bass cat, you will find a song by a cat. But what other cat has dropped a song? None. Exactly. It, apparently, Macklemore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. All right, and then um, it had some it had some good features, like it had Chance on it, it had YG. Um, he pulled out some like hip hop, some like real hip hop legends like Melly Mel and Grandmaster, uh, Flash and all that. So he like I and I feel like that was him reaching and being like, look, like I want acceptance and like look, all the OGs accept me and stuff, but they don't. Right. They don't. <laughs> uh, so it was very good. Um, to close it out because I don't want to spend too much time on this uh, white privilege to was actually a very good song by him. It was uh basically he's very good at being uh he's very good when he makes those preachy and introspective songs about himself. He's like very self aware. So those were like the good moments of the album. Honestly, it was there was three or four really good songs and then the rest was just didn't Ma- make sense. Because Macklemore he just don't got the juice. He's not like a flexy type dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he don't. He ain't saucy. He, he's not. He and, literally like. And I think he he really boxed himself in a corner in a way by doing all these, um, by doing all these like public, all these public speeches about the whole Kendrick thing and the whole putting out the text apologizing. Like that he makes him kind of. He weak. it made him yeah weak and sensitive and like look. Macklemore is going to forever be criticized no matter how good of an album he comes out with because he's boxed himself in. Alright, that's enough on Macklemore. I'm going to have to give that a listen, though. Yeah, because there are, like, there are really good songs in there, but, um, but outside, there are also some songs that are literally hard to listen to. Like, mm-hmm. Dance Off, just just skip it, okay? Yeah. You, you, when you see the track list, just, just remember that. I can that. tell by the name that <laughs> it's something off. I'm not going to want to listen no, to. No, it is, it is, um, it's really bad. It's really bad. I'm not even going to go into <laughs> it. All right. Uh, the next, the next big release was, um, Collie Grove with Two Chains and Lil Wayne. This one was a hard project. I really liked it. And I really, I have not 
still not giving it a very in-depth listen. I have heard a couple songs, and actually one of them, one of them was brought to my attention the other night, which I thought was funny that it used the same sample as uh, it was Bentley Truck. Used the same sample as uh, Untitled Seven. Oh, really? Kendrick shit. Yeah, I didn't notice that. What's? Do you remember the name of the song? Yeah, Bentley Truck. Oh, okay, Bentley Truck itself. Okay, got you. Um, yeah, it was a good album. Nick, did you listen to that? I didn't listen to it, but I need to definitely. Yeah. That 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 was a good one. That was one of the stronger releases so far. Now, Chris, I'm gonna go to Genesis. Uh, I know you love this album, so go ahead and talk about it for a second. Genesis, Genesis. Okay, Domino Genesis is kind of weird. Like it's almost like it's almost like he keeps dropping the same project over and over. It just keeps getting better as the same project. Like. I, I've accepted Donald Genesis for what he is, and honestly, I don't really see him growing too much more at this point in his career, because, I mean, he already, he's got his style, and I'm pretty sure his lane is pretty pretty set set for what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. he, he's had he's had a while to, you know, earn his grounds, and I'm told, I mean, I, I'm a fan of Damo personally, he's got a very... He's, he's very he's very saucy. He's got a groove. He's, he's got, got the juice. He's got a groove. Yeah, he does have the juice. He's got a certain groove to him that I think is just super. Uh, it's super wavy. I really fuck with Dymo. Under the Influence too was a really good project in my opinion. I thought that that was like through through my senior year of high school. That was one of my like constant go throughs. Like I listened to it like at least once a week. So then this being the follow up, it was definitely I think up to par. There. Dude, there are some good-ass tracks on there. Anthony Fantano criticized the song Go with Tyler, the creator, and said it was the worst track on there, which I'll admit it's not the best one, but that's just kind of dope, too. I still like it, because that has the old, almost like an old, like, Odd Future sound. You heard that song? What is it? Go? Go with uh, Tyler. I don't, think, I don't think I've heard that. It's, it has Wiz, Tyler, the creator. Um, I can't remember who else, actually. But, yeah, that was a dope one. Dapper with Anderson Pack, you know, you know Anderson Pack's killing the game. Anderson Pack is he's he's dipping his toes in water all over the place. That's awesome. <laughs> that, like seriously, like he's like he's getting he he's sliding in on like lo, even low key features. Like, yeah, like he was on he was on uh, ASAP Ferg's album and he didn't even get a feature credit. Yeah, exactly. And and he was on Chances. He didn't get a feature credit. Oh really? Yeah. What was he on there? I tagged you on that. Um. God, I, I'd have to. I tweet so damn much that I'd have to really bury through to find it. Uh, maybe I'll do that when one of you guys are talking. But yeah, he was like in the vocals for one of the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll look it up while you guys are talking for another one. Uh, let's go to the next one. The next big release was 2088. This was one that I listened to. We talked before the podcast that uh, you guys said you guys both didn't listen to it, right? I did not. Yeah. I have not either. It is, it's really good. It's interesting because it's a it's a dynamic duo. It's Big Sean, Janae, Akio, and it's an interesting duo because it's it's a male and a female, and like Janae Akio can actually rap too, and she can sing, so it kind of makes things uh, very interesting. I will say, although I'm not a huge uh, Big Sean fan, I think Janae Akio is dope as shit. I think she's yeah, awesome, she is. and I think that when Big Sean and Janae Akio work together, and when they've done it in the past, it's always turned out really always. good. Yeah. Always, yeah, always. And it's it's cool because this whole album is like a story too. It's it's them being together, them actually getting back together for the beginning. They start off getting like just getting back together, and then they 
break up and so as the con- album progresses, there is a concept to it. Yeah, it's it's like a story, and they actually released a, a short film on it. It was it had like parts of every song in it, and uh-huh. it was like a whole entire story. It, it's really cool. Yeah, it was like a twenty minute video or something. Yeah, I'm and that's one I definitely do want to go back to and listen yeah. to. Because it is. And Big Sean, man, the intro track is so hard. He has some... Like, you know me, I'm not a Big Sean fan, not but th- those lyrics were were so... He's he's hard in that. And the way they play off each other is great. Like, they'll have parts where they'll go, where Big Sean will be rapping, Janae Keo will jump in. And, th- like, there's this one where Janae Keo's like, talking dirty. She's like, She's like, I got my legs, uh, I got my legs in the air, and my back is arched. And Big Sean just jumps right in. It's like, yeah, I like how you talk it, but that talking better turned to action as soon as I walk. And, and like, <laughs> right. they have like these dope ass like interactions in the songs, which is cool. And they have one that's actually like a skit, and it turns into a song. It's really cool. So they're good at like jumping off each yeah, other. Yeah, they're very good at playing off of each other. Uh, uh, but anyways, that's a good listen. I highly recommend it. One of the best releases in my opinion so far. Even though this, you never really liked Big Sean. Yeah, even though I never really liked Big Sean, but you, we, you've seen this before. I go through these moments where, like, uh, uh, there are certain Big Sean songs that I really right, like. Right, exactly, yeah. All right, so the next one was Layers with Royce. This was one I pointed out. Again, this was one you guys hadn't heard yet, but I really liked Layers. It was it was a very different Royce project. Royce of 5'9", for those of you that know him, know him as just a lyrical mastermind and just really good at just bars that's all he is but this one was all storytelling and it was good because i don't feel like he sacrificed bars to do it and he has just the intro track i want you guys to listen to the intro track after the podcast because it is it's um it's a story about how he his firstborn son his first son was born in the same hospital that his grandmother died in and he met eminem and this is all in the same night so he's bouncing between floors, uh, going to see his grandmother, who's in the hospital, who's crossed town and actually just by some random event was trans was transferred to that specific hospital. Mm-hmm. And so he's going back and forth, looking between his son and his uh, and his grandma, and then he goes and performs a show and meets Eminem. Like it's crazy. it's crazy. Like and there's some good storytelling in it, but there are some moments he sounds preachy at sometimes. But right, it, it's it's really good. I recommend it because it's preachy, a totally preachy isn't always bad. It, it no, isn't, especially when like Royce. Like I said, I don't think he sacrificed bars to do it either, which was which is I think the hardest thing to do because most people when they're storytelling, it's just all about the story. But he's able to like have bars within like clever punchlines with the story to like explain it so that's a really tight one um chris chris or nick feel free to chime in on this one because i didn't listen to this too much the always strive and prosper asap ferg album i listened to a few songs on it and from what i heard i definitely liked it um the first one i heard what's that song called with future oh uh, uh, new, level. Uh, new level new level that yeah i was like listening to that song for a while i really liked that before the album dropped but yeah overall i think it's good I think it's a good album. I need to listen to it again, maybe, because I don't know the song titles, right? With the song, you know. But, yeah. But yeah. Um, I personally, <laughs> I I can pull up the track list if you need. No, that. you're good, bro. Okay. Um, I really think that ASAP for should have came with. I think that Trap Lord was better. Overall, yep. I think I, tra- I think Trap Lord was much better as a as a project this is like almost 
I feel like this is Ferg almost trying to pull off long live ASAP in his own yes. way and just not doing it right. Because he had like the, the kind of corny Skrillex feature, but it was even cornier than Wild for the Night, even mm-hmm. though Long Live ASAP is one of my favorite albums of all time. But Wild for the Night was a corny song. I'll give it that. And the Skrillex feature on this, I think, is just as corny. Yeah, I think that's a weird feature. I for, think so. For yeah. Skrillex? Yeah. Like, that's, like, not something I expect. Because Rocky kind of, in a way, was able to get his style, change his style a little bit and be able, and when he changed it, he became kind of mainstream. Like, it became kind of a, a, a mainstream type sound. And I think that's what Ferg was trying to do, and it just didn't work. Right. Like that that that's my opinion on the album. I thought Yammy Gang was a very good song. I, I didn't like Yammy Gang. See, that was one of my favorite ones to begin with, and I thought that was all. I, dude, that shit went hard. Let it bang know. though, it still reigns okay. supreme. Let it bang. But the thing is, ASAP Ferg kind of throws me off. It's Schoolboy's feature. School, oh, Schoolboy okay. takes that song. Oh yeah, yeah of course. Schoolboy's yeah, feature is school crazy. He said. I'm the reason why your mama OD'd. I'm the reason why your homies ain't deep. Yeah. That's literally And like, now you want to talk about peace, pimping bitches all up these streets. You that know is that? literally the coldest fucking shit. I hate Schoolboy Q for that because I wish I could have wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Schoolboy Q is, man, we talked about this earlier, but this is another discussion. I want to get into this in this podcast, but Schoolboy Q is, we both said he's a top five guy in the game right now. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Schoolboy Q... Oxymoron is another Oxymoron one of my favorite albums of all time. Gonna yeah. be in my top five. Hoover, like Hoover Street's one of the greatest songs ever created. Hoover Street's so good. Hoover Street is one of my favorite songs ever. All right, do. so I want to hit two more albums, and then you guys can chime in and see if there's anything that wasn't really mainstream released or something that you guys just liked that I missed. Uh, so Views Drake, Chris, you and I did the podcast on it, so go check that if you haven't heard it. Uh, it's... You'll see all of our opinions on there. Nick, how did you feel about Views? Um, I like it. Um, actually, Chris was showing me some songs on it, like, before I had listened to the whole thing. Yeah, like, uh, still just, he, still here, because, I mean, that's, like, the first thing i got to show yeah, yeah. Just, just That was like, just the other day you were showing me that. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, overall, it's, it's a dope album. I have to listen to it more, because uh, when it came out, like, at first, I couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh... So, I don't know, I'm going to have to listen to it more, but, uh, yeah, definitely I, messing with that. I know, it's getting, like, you really gotta, I mean, you got you gotta boil down to some music streaming service at this point, because, like, it's almost like, I don't even like, like, I have the ability, I can find anything I want for free, but I don't even want to do that anymore, honestly. Mm-hmm. I kind of got over doing that stuff, I'd rather... I, I grew out of that, too, like, like that's why I'm buying CDs Yeah, and, and I'm starting, I'm start, I mean, even just... Ten dollars a month to Apple Music isn't going to kill you. You Get three months for free. Yeah, like I mean, so yeah, it's like at least do the free trial. And then, so it's like yeah, I mean, I, I le- tried to do that um, on my phone the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least then the artist is getting a little something. I mean, SoundCloud <coughs> and stuff. I mean, those are still. I know those are free streaming services, and sometimes the albums get on there, but you know they're not supposed to be. And yeah. and, and that's the thing. Like I'm so meticulous about the quality. Like if I I can have a perfectly torrented uh, album. But I can't listen to it because I'll, I'll feel like it the the quality's been reduced, right? And I that know drives me crazy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but no, I recommend it because what I do is I'm subscribed to Apple Music for ten bucks a month, and I can listen to anything I want. And then if it's really that good and really that important to me, then I go buy it. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of my motto. It's like 
because you can have it on your phone forever as long as you have Apple Music. You can have um, you can have anything that's ever been released on your phone, mm-hmm. which is very convenient. I also started collecting vinyls too. That's yeah. another thing, another way that I'm doing it. Even though vinyls are super fucking expensive, do you have a record player? Uh, I I do downstairs. Yeah, yeah right? he, he's got a dope as one with yeah. the bow system. I'll show you the setup actually before we before yeah. we leave. Right. Like, I, so far, I got to Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, Mad City, and Blue Side Park. Yeah. Oh, you got Blue Side Park on and, that. And Blue Side Park, the, it's crazy too. The vinyl is actually like a it's a like transparent blue. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it wild. Where it's you, sweet. Where are you buying these vinyls from? All right, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly, I got from, that was the first one I got from a record shop in Grand Rapids, and then I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty dope. So then I ended up going to FYE to get Good Kid Mad City because I was at the mall. Then Blue Slide Park I got when I went yeah. there with you. Yeah, that's right. we ended up fucking, you got like, what'd you get to Pimp a Butterfly and uh, Illmatic that day? Uh, no, I just got Illmatic that okay. day. Remember, I went yeah. back and I got to Pimp a Butterfly later. Right. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, vinyls are sweet. They do sound different. Like, I've listened to Pimp Butterfly a thousand times, and I noticed difference the first time I listened to it on vinyl. Like, yeah, there's a certain, like, almost, there's a certain warmth to it, like a vintage feel that, like, if you add it on to certain albums, it really gives it, like, yeah, a way better. like, certain albums are just meant for it. Right. And by the way, I looked it up, that Blue Slide Park, the one you have, is limited edition, actually. Really? Yeah. Limited edition? Damn. Yeah, the, the one lit. you got. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's limited lit. edition. It's the lit edition. Yeah, it's the lit edition. It. It's so cool. It's the coolest looking vinyl, like, yeah, for I've real. seen. I, I even sent me a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Snapchat or something. Like, I even talked to my mom, and she was like, yo. I've never seen these blue vinyls before. I was like, I know, it's wild, That's right? why I want to get the game documentary one, because that one is uh, red and blue. Like, there's one vinyl that's oh, blue and one that's red. That's dope. Because, like, you know, Crips and Bloods and all that. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. All right. Let's get, let's get back on track to the podcast here. There. That's, that's cool. That's cool. All right. So, the last one we'll mention before you guys can chime in on anything you've seen. Coloring Books yes. by Chance the Rapper. Yes. Now, okay. No, Chris, I know you and I mess with this. Nick, you said I you were sleeping shit. on this. I got some shit to say about this. All right, go All for right. it. So, before I want before I say anything, I'll say that I listened to it twice all the way through. And um well, so far, I think that acid rap is better, but like I said, I only listened to it all the way through twice. There's definitely some really good songs, um, mixtape, because uh, I like Young Thug, and I yeah. like Lil Yachty, definitely mess with them. I don't know if you guys listen to them. I, I listen to their features, okay, I don't listen well, to them individually. Yeah, Young Thug, I, I'm like, I'm okay with Young Thug, I don't really Bro. go out of my way to listen yeah, to him. Yeah, exactly. But I also don't mind him, I'll listen to him on songs. Lil Yachty, his music is just no. fucking irritating to me his music is very different but um like his verse on mixtape is really good i think Mm -hmm. i think it's like better than thugs and chances and i bet what's gonna happen with me too is that i'm literally going to end up fucking with lil yachty so hard yeah you will i I know you will because i know what you like that that happens to me i swear to god and the little boat thing i think is really fucking funny because remember a little (laughs) side note remember the first time you and i heard chance was the first time we heard it was was together and i was and we were like dumbest shit i've ever heard this juice on yeah, acid rap. And I was like, "This is the dumbest Dude, shit." I that ever is heard. my favorite song. We both said, "We both said the first time we listened to it, this guy is garbage." 
why is he even on double XL? Because he was on double XL <laughs> at the time. And then I became, and then I and before I was before. Oh, way you, before definitely. Me. I became a huge Chance fan. You know what? I became a huge Chance fan. Hmm. Ultra Light Beam. So like two months ago. You're crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. I've literally I've listened to Acid Rap and Ten Day, both of them, front to back, back to front. I know, I know every so single song, many times. every lyric. I know, to every basically song. every song. I yeah. can pretty much spit you both albums consecutively. Like, like right now. Wow. It's crazy. Like And that's weird, because normally... Well, they're not, they're not very long projects either, so they're uh-huh. easy to listen to all the way through. I just think they're so good, dude. Like, I don't every know. single song is, like, so good. Yeah, like, literally. Even, like, when you go back to 10 Day and you see Chance's older stuff, like... Like, the, nostalgia. He, he had, like... He had, like... You could tell he was dealing with, like... Like nothing, he basically was like he was probably yeah. sifting through one file of beats and had to pick out the. No, most I know, I know the story on Ten Day actually, which is funny. Do you guys know the story on Ten Day? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah for the most part, that he got suspended and he did it over a ten day suspension at yeah. the library. He yeah. recorded at the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had a studio there. Yeah, and, yeah. I uh, just heard that the other day. Yeah, he, like, he got a ten day for having a uh, for, for, for weed. Yeah. yeah, he was like smoking or something, and then went back to school. Yeah, he's so. smoking off campus. He <laughs> he talks about like he talks about it in one of the songs. Oh, um, I was off campus, but the officer, something something, and he, he saw, he me, saw from me from the parking, the parking lot. lot. Yeah. yeah, that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, damn, I never caught that actually. That was in, <laughs> good luck. That was at twenty one offs, I think. Yeah, 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 twenty one offs. He literally like song. like he bounces every word off. That's a crazy one too. He bounces yeah. every word off the word off, so it'll be like. Off and on, I've been often something, something like, and he keeps going like the I'm whole off song. The pot. I'm off a lot, like yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. It's dope the way he does it. Okay, anyway, the new chance, coloring book that shit. It's um, amazing. I think that chance really pulled through on this one, and I, okay, overall, I'll say that I think acid rap out of all three of the chance projects is the most like introspective. I think that it's got the most solid all the way through sound this is a little this one's a little longer than both of his other projects and i think there's a couple songs that are weaker compared to some that are better but mm-hmm. overall this out i think this should i think he came through on this definitely even just who uh, i never would have thought from in a million years i'd like a justin bieber feature <laughs> oh yeah that, that shit is that good. song it's one of my favorite songs good. yeah that song is a fucking amazing dude. yep juke jam yep. um Mixtapes dope. Angels. Angel his first chances first verse in Angels is crazy. Minutia sound like a rodeo. This yeah. is crazy, bro. <laughs> I love it. And the intro track, I, I really like the intro. Intro track, I keep forget I keep meaning to go back and listen to it. I know that's the Kanye feature and I like but I can't even piece together what it sounds like in my head yet because I I keep forgetting to go Music back. Music is all we got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. one. No problem. No problem. That's, yeah. that's, that's that, a good song. That's that's verse. Yo, that's two really chains good. is hard mm-hmm. too. Two chains is two hard. Ch- yeah. He said, "School of hard knocks." That's I took night, night classes. <laughs> He's like, "I'm so high." Be a godnap. Clown as fuck. Yo, I, he was... I think that, cha- and I think that Chance chose a perfect song to have them on too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think. I think Chance did a good job with the features. Like the features are stacked yeah, for an dude, indie artist. He, dude, he has got Lil Wayne future future dude. That was cool because that was a whole new future. Yeah, and yeah, you never hear future. I honestly Chance's part in that song. I'm not the no, biggest I, I don't fan like it. of. But future future like futures was he, yeah. He, in Smoke Break. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I really? like no, yeah. I like it overall. I still listen to it, but like, I, yeah, I, I think yeah. that I think that future outshined Chance on that yeah, song. Oh, definitely. so hard. 
So hard, yeah. Um, what else was there? Uh, okay, it's crazy to me that Chance was able to pull a J Electronica feature. Yeah, that J, had, J Electronica what, snapped. What song is that? Um, uh, how great! How great! Talking about well, how great oh, is yeah, our God? Yeah, yeah. yeah that and, sample. And it's crazy because like J Electronica, dude, you gotta. You you have to be you have to really prove yourself to get a J Electronica feature. That dude does not come out despite dry, not dropping an album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the crazy thing is that Chance has not even dropped an actual album. This is still a mixtape. This song. Well, I mean, neither he has as many albums as J Electronica. Yeah, really. <laughs> but J and J, but yet J Electronica is looked at as like basically OG, one of, yeah. one of the greats. Yeah. Which is insane. And like people thought it was crazy when Mac Miller got the J Electronica feature, but Mac Miller had his foot in the game for a long time. Yeah, he did. He, he was already at five. What that was his fifth, sixth project overall. Uh-huh. Chance, he's only on his third, and they're all mixtapes. Like that's crazy, and he was still able to get that. Yeah, and, and it's it's still a mixtape. Like it's completely free. So right, exactly. I mean, yeah, this Chance project, and look, I'm not going to get too much into it because that is. I have a review coming up review. within the next couple of days. It's coming up this weekend with my boys David Papke and Will Beat Machine Wade. Will Beat Machine Wade. That's yeah. Will Wade's a homie. Yeah, Will Wade's a homie. Shout out to Will Wade. All right, I'm going to have him on the podcast soon for that Chance the Rapper color book review. You guys are, don't want to miss that. Yeah, I'm All right, now that, that I'm done plugging myself. So that's what we have in 2016 so far. And now, look, um, I'm going to... Before we move on, do you guys have anything else that I didn't mention that you guys liked that came out this year? Yes, 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 definitely. Okay, briefly before the podcast, I mentioned Post Malone's new mixtape, which um, I haven't even—I haven't really gone too in depth to it either. Neither have I. You—you you haven't heard nope. any songs on it? Not one. Okay. I don't even know the title. All right. Well, it's called August twenty-sixth. Oh yeah, um, I did know the title. I, <laughs> that cover art is Plot really twist. dope. That cover art is really dope too. Um. But I definitely think you guys did. You guys like the song White Iverson? Yes, yeah. I love, dude. I think Post is so dope. Post is he, fucking saucy. incredible, dude. He no, the, okay. I really hate him because even if the way that you started making music was because of Guitar Hero, you could not be telling people. I swear to you God, you could not be telling. Bro, he that. told Charlemagne the God that he learned. He started wanting to make music off Guitar Hero. That's like that's like when Fetty Wap told everybody he, he has glaucoma. Like, no, just say you got shot in the eye or something. Yeah, say something G, bro. At least bro. he's keeping it real, though. I mean, okay, to be honest, yeah, at least he is. But yeah. that, like, honestly, that almost, like, I love Post, but that just makes me look at him as less. <laughs> I don't dude. even, I don't even, that doesn't affect my opinion on him, honestly. It fits, his, it fits him, though, because he's, like, he's just, that, that kind of dude. Like, like You're like, goofy, yeah, that makes like, sense. Dude, like. He's so right. weird, bro, I swear. All right, go <laughs> ahead. So talk more about it. Um... All right, so that Jaden Smith feature, that's a really good song. We were right. just talking about Jaden Smith's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Smith, he's really good. Um, but I suggest that you guys listen to that, definitely. It's only 10 songs. Um, I don't think there's a song on there that I dislike. Um, what other features does he have on there? Uh, Lil Yachty. Okay, yeah, back to Lil Yachty really quick. That verse that he has on post songs, yeah, you're looking at it. What's that song called? Um, Monty. Monty. Okay, yeah. yeah. That Lil Yachty verse is probably his best verse ever. Really? really? Yeah, it's so good. Like, way better than post-verse. Yeah? Um, yeah. So, yeah. I think you guys should definitely listen to that. Like, ASAP. It's well worth it. All right, Chris, do you got anything from uh, that I didn't mention? Um, A little under the mainstream. I got... Oh, actually, two. Okay, 
So the homie Puya, I've been yeah. following Puya since I yeah. was yeah. a junior in high school, and I just finished my freshman year in college. F- Puya is absolutely ridiculous. He's like the grimiest. Like he like embraces like how like disgusting his music is in general. <laughs> it's not like horrible like that. Like it, it's it, it's vibey too at the same time. And he just dropped an album, Underground Underdog, and it's very crazy. He has a Yin Yang Twins feature on Underground Underdog. Right. Where the fuck do you get that? And it's such a Yin Yang Twins song, too. It's called Badunk. And literally, the chorus yeah. is like, Badunk a Dunk, Badunk a Dunk. <laughs> and, then it, and then it switches like, Kadink a Dink, Kadink a Dink. And like, that's Yin Yang Twins Bars. all day, bro. Bars. Literally. Um, he, oh, dude, he, he has a song called Lick the Sweat Off My Nuts. <laughs> He has a song called Fat Hoes, where the chorus goes, Fat Hoes got the warmest pussy. Sm- what does he say? Smart girls got the stanky cookie. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like that. Oh, so, God. like, he's a savage. But then he comes on some, he comes with some actual bars. A lot of it, it's kind of a mashup between, like, a very, like, South style of trap mixed underground trap, very underground trap, like Suicide Boys, like that. And he yeah. mixes it with almost, like, an old school West Coast. He has some very, like... Very, like, whiny sense, like, you're hearing a lot of old, like, fucking Tupac and uh, N.W.A. songs, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's, that West Coast. Yeah, and he's really good at uh, mashing those up together. He's got a, he's got a couple good features, not too many really big people, but he's got, he, he's definitely got, got his lane in the game. This is his first, like, really big project that he's dropped overall, and I think it's definitely up to par with what he should have done. Puya can spit. Yeah, like, he's, like, like... it's crazy. He can go, like... <laughs> he, he dude, he can blow so many people out the water. He goes so fast. You know like, Energy? Yeah, bro. It's on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit's really good. Yeah, Energy was a really good one. I actually went to a Puya show in Cleveland, Ohio, and... Oh, yeah, I wanted Ener- to go. Energy there. was already released at that point, so he performed that shit, and it was crazy, dude. Dude, he can, like, work a crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen videos on Twitter, but you, like, actually attended the show... Like, that shit was crazy. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it was really crazy. He, like, all right, so I had a group of, like, five people, and we were all right before they came on because our Cleveland, Ohio, probably, you could imagine, would have the weakest opening acts. Yeah. You know, Cleveland, it, it's Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. I can actually, after this, I have to show you a video of this one kid that was there. Fucking horrible. Okay, <laughs> anyway. So we end up, um, we're all sitting there right before they come on. And we're all like, dude, so far, shit's not worth it. This was not worth the money whatsoever. And then they came on. The crazy thing is that I've never seen this before. It was Puya, Fat Nick, and Suicide Boys, Mikey the Magician, all on stage together, who was basically everyone that was on tour. And they did. They were all on stage together and just rotated between songs. Mm-hmm. Like, one person would do a couple songs, then they'd do a couple songs, they'd do a couple songs... A lot of them have features together. Oh, and Germ was on stage too. Germ, Germ's the man. <laughs> He's the man. Um, they got they. So it was really, dude. It was like one of my favorite shows that I've been to. Very small venue, but it was definitely worth it. Yeah. All right. So I'll plug. I'll plug one. One album. I got two also. So I'll do one, and then you do one. And Nick, do you have anything else? Uh, I'm gonna have to think for a second. Okay. So I'll I'll hop in with one of mine. So the first one is Self Employed by Sap. If you guys don't know Sap, Sap made the beat Donald Trump, which is like, oh, yes, you know, yeah, yeah. amazingly yeah. famous. Everybody knows that. Uberly famous, yeah. And he's done everything from like, he's worked with like Kendrick to like everyone in the game now. 
He's yeah. he's a really young and up and coming producer, super talented. He's not really an up. I mean, he, he I guess he's still an up. He's and still coming, up and but, coming, but people know who but he is. He he. So he, anyways, he did a project with Chris Webby last year, which was fire, Jam O'Neat, and uh, where he actually showcased his rapping. And so then he came out with an album where he produced and rapped the entire album, mm-hmm. and it is insanely good. Uh, the beats are amazing. And he can actually rap too. Like I think he's just as good a rapper as he is a producer, which is really saying. Which something. is, and it's crazy too because we're seeing. I'm seeing a lot of this now. Like uh, Sunny Digital. Sunny mm-hmm. Digital's yeah. always been one of the most prominent producers in Atlanta, and all of a sudden now he's starting to drop music music as a rapper, which I think is totally a smart move, dude. Mm-hmm. He already has such a big name just for the the beats that he made, yeah. and his voice. Totally, it was like I think he was waiting for a wave to hop on, and he uh-huh. found the right one. And like now, because he's almost like on, he almost sounds like a another Cardi or a Made in Tokyo or Lil right. Yachty, like that type he's of person. He's dope. Sunny Digital is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So guys, check out uh, "Self Employed" by Sap. You guys will thank me later. It is that amazing. Song, that song C four was dope. Yeah, C four with Mac Miller is really hard. That's his hard and then song. "Backpack" with Chris Webby and Sap. Is so damn good, Chris Webby. One of the, I'm a Chris Webby fan. I've listened to probably like almost all of his songs, and that is my god, one of the hardest verses he has ever spit. And really? For those of you that know him, know that Chris Webby is just all bars. That's mm-hmm. like that's his thing, yeah, and it's pump, it's one of his tightest verses line. ever. Yeah, it's one of his tightest verses ever. And Sap actually tweeted that like a week ago. He's like, I'm just sitting around the house. God damn, Webby killed that shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, he literally tweeted that. It was so funny. Uh, anyways, Chris, what was the other project that you had that that you said you wanted to plug? Because you had you had the Puya, and then what was the other one? Um, Do you remember? Shit! Oh, we haven't really talked in, about Evil. Oh, we haven't. No, Future. Oh, yeah. yeah, Evil. That, that was a good. That oh, Evil was. That we missed shit. that. Oh. Evil was hard. Evil was dope, dude. Evil was really good. Um, let's see. Uh, low life with the weekend. We the oh, weekend yeah. actually kind of spits. Like, yeah, he, he still does. has his soft little voice because that's just who he is. Yeah, that's... But damn, he actually kind of has a verse on that. And yo, and Future dope. kills that intro track. Yes, ain't no time, dude. It ain't no time. It ain't no time. It ain't no time. <laughs> the way the way hard, the beat dude. hits when he says kick your play. Yeah, yeah. So kick hard. Yeah, it's so. It, it, that's incredible. You said Nick. That was one you said you only heard a couple songs yeah, off. Yeah, of? I only heard a couple songs on it. Low Life though, Low Life was really good. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good ass song. Weekend, like they, they just came together and just made like this beautiful song. Fly shit only was. Fly really, shit only was a really good song. It, it was and a new. It was a new style. For yeah, Future. you never hear that sort of. It has this very slow, like moody acoustic. Yeah, you very, never hear that. It's with like Future. an ambiance and like you never hear that from Future. And but it, it, you, it, it also it still. I mean, aside from the intro, it really does. It ends up having the trap sound that Future's almost known right. for. It that does kind of still come future, in with it because yeah. that's just who he is at this point. And for the record, uh, Future does have this. Apparently, there's a song produced by DJ Kali, and it's Future and Jay Z, and it's supposed to be the song of the summer. Really, and we're just waiting on it. Apparently, like everyone is talking about it, like it's insanely incredible. Future and Jay Z, I'm actually curious to hear that. Hove. Hope. All right. What's Hope got up his sleeve? I don't know, but that's mine. <laughs> oh my God, he's still riding off that Beyonce Lemonade album. Yeah. That supposed he's just response. Off that. Yeah. Making so much money as the owner of Title. Uh, all right. So the last one I wanted to plug 
was I Don't Belong by Pride. Now, Chris, you know Pride, hmm. and he's uh, he's this Asian rapper who's who you first showed me, actually, Chris. You were the one who showed me him. Right. And he had his first couple projects were good. He has a very nasally, very uh, very unique voice, not a voice that a lot of people like, but I like it. And um, anyways, he kind of he kind of had the last project he had kind of faded away from what he does, and he was just kind of biting off of other sounds and styles, and it didn't really work. But he came back with his own stuff on it, and just look up the song "Nuff Said" by Pride. It is it is so hard. He goes so hard, and uh, the the whole project is just an EP. It's just a little ten track free EP. You can find it on SoundCloud. It's uh it's called "I Don't Belong." Every track is good. Uh, and it's just like a little prelude to the album. Oh, oh, one more. I do, I do have one more one. Too, okay, go finish. for it. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of one too in my head. Okay, all right. Uh, Denzel Curry's newest oh, yes. album, Imperial, which yeah. is, I mean, okay, for for Denzel Curry, it's almost like a he see he really start he really starts to focus more on storytelling about how uh, just really like his upbringing, more or less, which okay. he never really focused on before. He's got a Rick, a Rick Ross feature on here, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, that's I, pretty I huge think, for him. Yeah, exactly. I think Ross, he's got a Joey Badass feature yeah, on I here. That. That's good. That song, like, Zenith, that shit Joey. is really dope. Um, he's got, and yeah, see, there's a song called Story No Title that's very, uh, very introspective. Same with Narcotics. And then there's some, of course, like some bangers like... Uh, ULT, the intro track, is very, very fucking vibey. And I think that's one of the best songs off the tape because I just, you know, I always fuck with vibe songs. Yeah, and you know the intro track always got to be good. So. Oh, yeah, the intro track's always got to be good. Yeah, that's another good one if you want to go check it out. Denzel Curry is a pretty low-key person from Florida. A lot of people don't know about him, but he is also one of the hardest people I've ever heard, dude. He just goes crazy. Yeah, he does. I, I like Denzel Curry. I didn't like him at first, but he kind of grew on me. I heard him in some features. I forget the songs. But um, one thing I forgot to mention about the Pride mixtape is uh, look up the song Philium Shakespeare. Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> Philium Shakespeare. It is it is such a good song. Uh, like I said, that album's just or that mixtape, whatever you want to call it, just a free mixtape EP, whatever, is really good front to back. And the intro track is hard, which is Roses. Uh, very good album. Anyways, Nick, you said you had something else you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I asked you guys this already. I don't know if it was during or before the podcast, but um, Young Thug dropped Slime Season Three. Oh. Yes, and I'm gonna be honest. I haven't heard. I haven't listened to Did it. Not hear I've it heard, either. I've, I've heard it? a couple songs off it. I think just through yeah, just through just, friends. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think there's anything that I particularly know off of it that I can talk well, about. With Young Thug, I feel like. Like, he drops songs, and it's either really good or really bad. There's yeah. Like no in-between. Yeah, that's so, true. So, Slime Season 3, um, there's, like, four or five songs on there that I listen to. Um, you got the track list up. Yeah, With Them is really good, Digits. But, yeah, um, I think that's worth listening to. You think it's a, it's a worth it listen? It's a worthwhile listen. Yeah. Wow, and he really he doesn't have any features on it really. He has right. one song with two features, three features. Other than that, it's all him. Wow. Which is pretty uh I feel considering Young Thug is such a feature heavy 
artist. You're yeah. surpri- I'm su- really surprised you wouldn't have more. This was a big album for yeah, him. Yeah, I feel like, like... A lot of people were anticipating this. I feel like with Young Thug, and we'll close out with this before we get into the other part of the podcast I wanted to get into. Uh, with Young Thug, I feel like I want to see what you guys think. Is he one of those guys like 2 Chainz that's just really good with the feature and not really necessarily by himself great? Or do you or do you think you mean he's, like his own songs? Yeah, like like I'm I'm just saying, is he one of those guys that that works really well for like a minute and a half of a song, like a feature basically, versus uh versus like, you know, just a whole entire song, like a five minute song with him? Yeah, I would say that definitely. Yeah, because like Two Chains is like that too. Like he has good verses and stuff, but you ever hear like I'm not a fan of like his actual music. Yeah, but I like him in almost every feature I hear, like Schoolboy Q. Yeah, that's true. No, uh, Schoolboy Q and uh, what's that? What's that called? What they want? Yeah, yeah. Bro. yeah that Chains song bro. is so good. No problem. We were talking about that earlier with Chance and Will Wayne. Yeah, yeah like dude, he's just dude, a good dude. feature guy. Oh, what's that? Um, you you might know that newer song with Travis Scott and Two Chains and somebody else, dude, is so fucking hard. And Justice always Justice was playing that bitch over and over. Um, I actually do have one more album. Okay, one more. Then we got to. we got to get. Going <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Song. It's good. All right. Three thousand one. A laced Odyssey. Flatbush Zombies, dude. I'm, I have yet to listen to this. I don't. I don't think you nope. fuck with Flatbush. This is totally different. This is like a. Cra- it's really crazy. Flatbush Zombies is like they kind of formed around like <laughs> their love of psychedelic drugs. So like yeah. they have some very crazy music. But damn, this is this album is like they they have such a unique style because they have it, it's a three person group. One of them makes all the beats and also raps on a lot of the songs. Not every song, but a lot of them. And they just, they work so well together. Their voices are all so unique, and I love the way all the music sounds. They've really found a way to adapt to this newer trap sound even, but still keep it their own. And that's what's really, I hate when, like, dude, Designer by Panda, that's just like another... Just yeah, another, that, like, that's another like. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So when when trap. when you can take a trap the trap sound and make it your own, I I really respect that. I think that's yeah. awesome. Especially because trap is everywhere now. So like, yeah, so it's really, really hard to make it your own. Right. Like what Kendrick did with the jazz, mixing it with the trap, and like, yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. I mix the jazz. Yeah, I mix the jazz fusion with the trap. Yeah. All right. Uh, that song was hard, by the way. Black Friday, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. It's a little uh, late, but look that look that up. That one's hard. Yeah, sure. Okay, so you guys, I'll I'll give you guys the list real quick. Um, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, and I was going to compare the releases. I have all the releases in front of me of 2015 and 2016, and to 2015, I'm comparing it to just this point, like this exact day, and. Um, I just wanted to see if you guys think that looking at the lineups, if you guys think of the release projects, if you think 2016 or 2015 is better, uh, you guys, you guys need to look at the list real quick. Because from off the top of my head, I think 2015 definitely had some great albums. Mm -hmm. Uh, One that's not on this list. I don't think you put it on there. Uh, Good AM by Mac Miller. Uh, that, well, that was, no, that that was, was September. After. This, so is, this was, is up to this point. Yeah, I was oh. comparing it up to this day because oh, otherwise okay. there's that Good AM, there's the Games album. You think I didn't already G-Z, think about that? Yeah, Logic. About, about yeah. I thought it was just all 2015. Oh, no, no, no. This is like to this specific day so that I, you can – because that's kind of a more fair comparison, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Right, right. Uh, okay, so. So, all right, let's see. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna say 2015 had a lot more memorable albums. Mm-hmm. 
because like you got before the money before the money yeah, which is one of good. my favorite another one of my favorite albums i th- it was crazy i think that was awesome if you're reading this is too late yep it's still one of the best That's drake albums crazy. dark sky paradise pretty good dark sky paradise to again Pimple didn't get too into it to pimp a butterfly one of the gets it's one of the greatest albums ever like, yeah it, Mr. in Wonderful. any genre ever and like, it's it's amazing yeah um Mr. Action Bronson, I've never really been too into Action Bronson. I can't can't say that I really uh, went too in in depth with them. Yeah, I just listened to a couple songs off him. A lot of people say he's very very good. Yeah. He is. A he lot of people spit. do. And he can I, rap, right. Um, let's see. The I Earl Sweatshirt album. Earl Sweatshirt. I don't like. Yeah. I don't go outside. That I, was another good one. But that I. It I'll, was really dark. Yeah. So I won't say it's necessarily as memorable. There's not too many bright mm-hmm. moments that are gonna stick in your memory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the song "Grief." Long last. Grief, grief is a very grief. emotional, like hard hitting. Yeah. I that I yeah. love that very, song. Very well put together and song. A lot of the instrumentals are very twisted and crazy, just like Earl Sweatshirt style. Mm-hmm. Um, and then At Long Last ASAP was a very, also a very, very, very good, good I feel album. like that was very underrated, honestly. Yeah, honestly. ASAP did, ASAP played a huge part in a lot of the production for it, which is did another he? big thing that he didn't really do as much in his other albums. Because, yeah, he he meant, he talks about a lot in the album how he took a year off to learn how to actually produce and make beats and, you know, yeah. do, like, like learn, learn the whole other side of it. And I think that really shows that he's starting to understand the craft as a whole more in right. this whole album. I think, I mean, there, you know, it has its, it's, it has its uh, weak moments, but I think overall that was a very good album too. So, twenty fifteen, you think wins? I think it wins as yeah, far as I agree. memorability. You agree, Nick? Yeah, I agree definitely. Okay, see, I don't know because, okay, Malibu, one of my favorite albums so far. That Anderson Pack album, that is just smooth. Ride to that. that I know, is, and I still haven't dipped into it either. Yeah, it's so smooth. I dude. keep meaning to. I have nothing against Anderson Pack. I think he's awesome, and I'm really. I, I do want uh, to. It doesn't matter if you hate him. To. He's everywhere. Yeah, really. You have to like him. At this okay. Point. Uh, all right. So then, uh, you know, Untitled Mastered is what it is. Uh, the Life of Pablo. This unruly mess I made. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that 2015 was better because you have. Okay, really the standout projects, in my opinion, if we're just going off of standout quality projects, are, are I, I guess I have to say Lemonade because I haven't heard it yet, but everyone who... Everyone says it's Everyone crazy. says it's the black, it's or it's the woman's version of To Pimp a Butterfly. I don't oh, know. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, so you got Views, and you got Coloring Book, and you got 2088, and you got The Life of Pablo, and Malibu... Which is uh the Anderson Pack album, and then Evil, which is Future's album. So like those are like six pretty good albums, but honestly, like like you said, you got Drake and in, in 2015 you got Drake. If you're reading this, when did it's DS2 too late. Come out? Uh, that that was in like that was in like the end of summer. Oh, was it? Oh, so yeah, damn. he didn't wait. No, 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 no. Actually, actually, it might have been like just after the deadline right. of uh maybe like the beginning of June, maybe. Maybe uh-huh. July. I I don't remember. I'd have to look it up again because I didn't put the dates for these. I wish I did. Right. But um. And honestly, if you have if you have to pin butterfly, one of the greatest albums of all time, like that can carry the weight of 2015, like by itself. Yeah. Because you know King Kendrick. I mean, yeah, King, King Kendrick, Kendrick, the God <laughs> MC. One of the best albums of all time. It's it really just... is. And Chris, you and I are going to do the album review on that. Um, I'm saving that. And that yeah, was gonna be that was gonna be very special. That's gonna be probably my favorite podcast. Because me and you, 
that we we've literally talked about this album so many times and spent so many hours fucking trying to dig deep into it. It's ridiculous. I've like, listened to the album front to back, which is an hour and twenty minutes. The album's over an hour and twenty minutes. I've listened to it front to back over a hundred times. I could I could probably say the same. It's like most of the time I use an aux cord in my car, but for there was like a three month period that I only had to pimp a butterfly in my CD player, and that was all I listened to uh-huh. over and over. Yeah. And I still do. I, it's still in there. <laughs> I listen to it once a week, like, all the way through because it is just – it's that good. And I'm trying to show people. And I've been showing some people at work. Actually, as a matter of fact, the other day, shout out to Pat because I'm, I'm going to make them listen to this podcast. So you're going to listen to it whether you like it or not. <laughs> and I was playing I was playing uh, some of the Tepipa Butterfly, and he was bobbing his head to it. It was funny. Uh, no, like, anyone uh, – I'll close with this. Like, anyone – that hasn't heard it needs to hear it because I've had people from all different walks of life, all different forms tell me they love it. I've had, I had this 45 year old dude that sat next to me in a class and he said he liked it. Like, like he said, he's like, my grandson's into that. I'm going to go listen to it. Or my son's into that. I mean, I'm going to go listen to it. And he liked it. And Mm, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, and you look at, you look at just everyone, like you look at his performance I seen the crowd was literally white suburban families, 60-year-old black men. Like, it had every demographic possible. It's just an album that transcends and is amazing. But anyways, we'll, we'll save that for the review. So 2015 wins by just just by you have Drake, Dark Sky Paradise with Big Sean. Um, you have the Earl Sweatshirt album, which is pretty good. I heard most of it, not all of it front to back, so I got to go back and listen to it. Uh, at long last, ASAP, like we both said, really underrated, Great really good. Uh, the Joey Badass before the money, incredible, incredible. incredible. I want to get that on vinyl. I think that might be one yeah, of my next I vinyl purchases because it was there that one time you we went. Yeah, 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 went and bought it. Yeah, that, that was it's good. good all right, guys. Um, so before we, so we we all agree that 2015 is the better yeah. so yeah. far at this point, which. Uh, and it's interesting to see if 2016 overall will be better because 2015 we talked about there were a lot of good releases that didn't um, that didn't come out to this day yet. Mm-hmm. Like you got the Dirty Sprite to the Game documentary, which is incredible, incredible, incredible good, album. Good AM. Good AM. Uh, great album. That is the, one of my favorites. Yeah, and then some solid albums favorites. like Logics, like G Easy's. Uh, so it was overall a, a very good year. But 2016, I'll I'll leave you guys with this. These are the these are the albums that are scheduled or artists scheduled to release albums. Schoolboy Q, this due at any moment. I'm oh, yeah. I'm I'm assuming that that's going to be the best the album of the year. Yeah, I, I, I am too. Unless Probably. like unless somebody else like unless Kendra drops like a crazy album. Yeah, it's it's album. Yeah, of the unless year. Kendra comes out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, so that's that's going to be incredible. It's due any moment. They said springtime. Spring is almost over. Schoolboy Q needs to hurry up. He's already back from his vacation, so he it should already, be out. He already turned it in. Yeah, yeah he already turned it in. Took, took the Crips to Hawaii. Yeah, he took the Crips to Hawaii. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, that's an inside joke. Follow Schoolboy Q Snapchat and you'll find that out. Okay, so SZA from TDE, the singer, very talented. Isaiah Rashad, you and I both love him. Yeah, think he's he slept on. Matter of fact, Colin Popa, shout out to Colin Popa, we talked about him on the podcast yesterday about uh, just how underrated he is. Big Sean's scheduled to release an, a solo album despite releasing 2088, which in Akio. 
Uh, John Connor is a summer. Uh, he's got an album scheduled for the summer. This is a dude that is really, really slept on. He's, and he's you've incredible. liked him for a while, but I still have never really gotten too into him. He's, I'm not going to doubt him for what he is, definitely. He, he, I mean, he comes with hard shit. Dre I mean, is he, making this album. He's also from Detroit, too. Yep. No, I'm Flint. Not, if Flint. I'm not mistaken, Flint. Okay, he's from Michigan, yeah. which also... Fly City. Yeah, hold, holds a place in my heart, you know? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. You got it tatted. You got it, you got it root for it. Oh, oh that's dope. Oh, I bet, yeah. How much you want to bet he's gonna have some shit to say about the water crisis too in this? Oh yeah, he already released. I'm gonna show you. He released a song about the other day. Really? I'll show you. Yeah, uh, Childish Gambino. I love Childish Gambino. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of him. Childish Gambino is not my favorite, honestly. Please, he's, he's, get out of here. <laughs> no, he he's got a lot of solid content, but in a lot of ways, he's also corny to me. Yeah, he's he's corny, but you which know. kind of it kind of turns me off. I but. think somewhat overrated. Yeah, yeah, I I could also overrated and underrated, like in some areas. Like, yeah, I could see yeah, that as yeah, well. I, I feel I feel it's both. Yeah, uh, yeah, like there were some good songs like off because of the internet, like uh, the one with Chance was like, crawl, crawl. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no, I'm that just, was the worst. That, yeah, that's one I like. That was the worst, guys. That was a good ass. one. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, World Star. World Star was dope. That was another really good song. So like he, I mean, he has some solid songs, but I'm mean, he. He just overall as an artist isn't one of my favorites. Like, he's got very good punchlines, but I don't know. There's just something about him I can't. No, really I I get you because he is too, he is nerdy. Yeah, he's too nerdy to yeah. me. Like, but like you know, like I grow uh, listening to like Webby and like yeah, and see, stuff like that's me. I think, you know and I saying? think that was what after a while. I mean, I, I'm still a Webby fan overall, but that was what kind of turned me off. Like. Oh, kind of to his music you know what i mean right I, over over time i got kind of sick of the, like the corny little certain things that they do but i'm not knocking him as an artist whatsoever yeah because he's that, talented because the, yeah. and that's who they are like yeah regardless all right so then um a few more kanye west is scheduled to just release another album well, but who knows? it will be delayed three years <laughs> like swish and it will also probably be changed several times who knows this album might be called swish who knows <laughs> Who knows? Uh, okay, and speaking of Chris Webby, he's got a project coming out ju- uh, June first. What's that going to be called? Uh, Webster's Lab Two. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it okay. is going to be really, really good. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely give that a listen when yeah, it comes me out. Too. One of the best albums. I'm, I'm predicting this is going to be one of the best albums. Run the Jewels Three. Yeah, Run the Jewels definitely. I, they, you know, they, they're not, they don't have too many memorable songs for me. But the way that they are and the way they work together is really crazy. Yeah, they're just insane. They're the production's always insane, and they're just yeah. they're just bars. They're just bars. That's how they are. Everything is very, very hard. Everything yeah. is very fucking in your face, like aggressive. Do you know who Run the Jewels are? I'm not that familiar. They're they're a duo. They're really, they're like a rap duo. They're honestly my favorite, my second favorite duo to Bad Meets Evil. Like they're they're good. Yeah, they're pretty. Good. They're kind of like a Bad Meets Evil. They're but, pretty, dope, but they're yeah. different. Uh, okay, so. Uh, Travis Scott sequel to Rodeo. I'm excited for that because Rodeo was pretty good. Rodeo was good. I like Rodeo. Uh, and then three Lupe Fiasco albums, apparently. Which are supposed to be his last three albums. Yep, and mistaken, he's like right? supposed to release three albums this year and retire. Who knows? And uh, J. Cole. Yeah, where you at, buddy? Dropped yeah. a... What happened bet to... Bet shit gets fair... What, ha- what happened in February? Yeah, he says, bet shit gets scary when I fuck around and drop in February. And it's like... Yo, it's May. Like you hibernating, dog? What's yeah, up? Where you at? Speaking What's up? What happened? Winter's over. Hibernating. 
Speaking Frank of Ocean. Oh that was another, my god! Yeah, yes. That was one of my one the ones that I wrote down for upcoming releases. Frank Ocean's supposed Where to have an album coming he? out. Where is Frank Ocean? <laughs> yeah. Where is Frank Ocean, dude? Nobody knows. Is he missing? Is he alive still? I don't even know. Literally, <laughs> there's nothing to be said about Frank. Like nobody knows. There's where no the proof he is. that he's alive. Yeah. Let's same. <laughs> but same with same with J Cole at this point. Yeah. J Cole has made no press releases. Made no. Uh, he has no no new no, interviews. No features. No features. No singles. No nothing. He's just. It's like the, detox. You just go wake up and it's gonna be there. Yeah, you gonna wake up. It's gonna be there. Walmart. It's gonna be there. Cos- right. Costco is gonna be there. In both. All right, guys. So this this went a little bit over an hour. So we're gonna wrap this up, guys. Before we get out of here, is there anything you want to plug? Whether it's yourself or whether it's uh, just friends of yours, whatever artists you like, go for it. <clears throat> SoundCloud.com/slash Nick Hill. Alright. <laughs> You're not gonna elaborate? You're not gonna elaborate? No, um scroll through you find something that you like. This is one of this is my homie. I've been making music with him for a minute. Word. And he has I've watched him evolve. I can speak to this. I've watched him evolve a lot. Chris, you know yeah. all right, Nick, you're gonna you're gonna hear this and it's gonna be brutal this that you're hearing it for the first I can time. Take it. Let's yeah. Go. The first time I heard you I was like I was like, This sounds like he's whispering. And yeah, like, yeah, bro. I was recording on a rock band mic with Audacity Lit, in my that, closet. I actually, I see. I fu- <laughs> I fucked with the uh, the Guitar Hero World Tour mic. That was my first thing too, bro. Yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Real. I was in like ninth grade. Yeah. Now I'm a senior in high school. Well, my last day was yesterday, but definitely or today actually. We made it. Total improvement. It. Newest project. Nick's is ahead of my time. I I think it's actually really dope. Xanax is tight. I like it. I appreciate yes. it. Xanax is one of my favorite songs Xanax you've ever done. I think that song is great over like everything about it. I listen to it regularly. Like, really? Yeah, like that's on my that's like dope. that's like on my regular playthrough. Yeah, I think that used song to it. is awesome. Yo, literally like used to it. Shout out Beanus. Like yeah, fl- shout, out Beanus. shout out to Beanus, dude. <laughs> he is the dope. homie. Um he released a project too. I forgot about that. Go check that out. Yeah. Uh Beanus has got another cool one coming out too. Uh Crux is supposed to be scheduled for this year. Anyways, yo, I or used to it. That's what's called, right? Yeah, used. Yeah, to used it. to it. Yeah, I was in the whip on SoundCloud <laughs> on Shuffle, and that just came on, and I was riding to it. No joke, I was riding to it like three days ago. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Hard, like dude. three days ago. Yeah, it's tight. Uh, so yeah, Nick. Nick is a good artist. Nick, um, do you want to speak on future projects, or you want to keep that secret? Um, I'll speak a little bit on it. Uh, I have two projects in the works and two chris is on one of them Mm -hmm. and uh some other local artists and expect a feature from nick on my upcoming project to be announced announced. um you gonna wake up it's gonna be there it's gonna be there i thought you said something about june last podcast right Uh, oh no not to be not not the uh not not the date the name Uh, i don't know the name i'm saying okay I'm getting there. Okay. Well, Chris, you gotta release. You gotta release it. I, I'm gonna keep pressuring you, Chris. Singles will be dropped very soon. I'm excited. You got bars. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate. Uh, it. So you, I will post both of their links to their SoundCloud, respective SoundClouds, in the comments, uh, or in the description section of the podcast, so you guys can check that out there. Uh, so is that it? You guys got everything you want plugged? Um. Yeah. I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm set. All right, that's good. All right, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Crispy1132. That's C H R I S P 
PY1132. And you can also use that to find me on Snapchat where I, those Twitter and Snapchat are where I promote my podcast. And so for those of you that don't know, I do these music podcasts on the regular and I also do basketball podcasts on the regular talk about NBA. So um, stay tuned. And later this weekend, I will be dropping a color book review, which I already spoke of the new Chancellor Rapper Project with David Papke and Will Wade. Shout out to them. They're going to join me for the first time. Guys, it was a pleasure having you on, and you guys are always welcome to come back, all right? Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. All right, for sure.